Hi, I'm Nicole. And I'm Shereen. And you're listening to Oh Lord, Here We Go Again, where we discuss hot topics, current events, and break down the Bible from a millennial perspective. So whether you're like me, who knows nothing about pop culture but loves the news and reads the Bible, or you're like me, who's opinionated on hot topics, unsure about religion, and on a spiritual journey using crystals and sage, then this podcast is for you. What's up, what's up? Hey guys, thanks for coming back to another we are episode. Back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still feels weird because we were away for so long. It's yeah. like I think I'm okay now. I think I'm back in the groove. Well, I'm glad you are. <laughs> I'm gonna fake it till I make it. No, you got this. <laughs> um, so I do have a little new segment nice. for this week, which nice. typically I don't, mm-hmm. but this piques my interest. So there's a university called BYU. Have you heard of it? No. Okay, so I have. Heard oh, Brigham of, Young. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Brigham Young yes, University. Yes. Um. Okay, so basically, it's a private religious university in Utah. Ding ding ding. And if you listen to last week's episode, I did kind of call Utah out with all of their shenanigans. So. Here we go. Okay. Um, so basically what happened is the U.S. Department of Education, they opened up a civil rights investigation into how LGBTQ students are disciplined. Mm. So basically the school has an honor code that they said they would remove a section from there um, about banning same-sex dating, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they were still enforcing this ban according oh, yeah. to some of the students. Mm-hmm. So basically what happens is they can be punished for holding hands or kissing, which apparently nobody can do at this school. Um, and they also enforce like no sex before yeah. marriage or whatever. Okay. Um, but some of the students are saying that same-sex couples, they get harsher discipline. Oh, okay. So no one can show any affection, but yeah, if you're punished, you're not punished equally. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes, we have to say allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so after removing the ban, it made students feel more comfortable coming out publicly. But then the school was like, uh, JK, like, even though it's not written in our honor code anymore, like, mm-hmm. you still can't do all of that you know Mm -hmm, have all mm -hmm. that going on so protesting started to happen because students felt tricked into coming out but the school said that they can enforce the church's policy against same-sex relationships just like they can enforce no sex before marriage interesting um so there's also a lawsuit Um, going on for discrimination and one of the students who identifies as a lesbian said that she lost her job because she didn't look feminine enough to her boss allegedly allegedly um so all of this it just gets tricky because they have a religious exemption since they're a private religious school Mm -hmm. and now there's like a whole back and forth thing going on Mm -hmm. because the school is like basically y'all knew what you came here like Mm -hmm. what you signed up for Mm -hmm. like you know we don't allow all of this stuff Mm, so not our problem so i'm just like first of all utah second of all (laughs) like all the gays we should band together and go to utah just take over utah change the culture and then leave exactly (laughs) be like all right cool we did our duties peace but then, it, so I'm, I kind of can understand what the school saying, like, 
you know we're a religious school like why are you surprised but at the same time it's like also like no we're gonna fight for equality we're gonna fight for like what should like what is right I uh, thank you for bringing this to my Mm -hmm. attention Uh, my first thoughts on it are literally just I would have to base it on this is the was going to be a lawyer part of me. Um, I love that for you. (laughs) No, um, honestly, it just comes down to the enforcement and the equality. So Mm -hmm. if they are having, you know, same sex uh, students not be able to show affection, even though the ban um, has been removed, Mm -hmm. then I'm kind of like, okay, y'all, there's sometimes when you need to fight sometimes you don't need to fight because if it wasn't a religious school right and say for example it was a secular school but they had a belief policy that says you know when we don't want any um any kind of displays of affection Mm -hmm. just because it distracts from knowledge i mean you know from learning whatever it was then would this fight still be there or would people just go to a different school like are they fighting just because they're like oh it's because of your religion you know so like that to me is like if like i don't think it's fair to say oh i want to start a fight and a protest if you're treating same-sex couples like you know now you've banned the now you've removed the policy but you still don't want them to have um intimacy you still don't want same sex to have intimacy nobody can have intimacy right. but the gays are like nope we're gonna fight because it's not written down and it's kind of like also we're gonna fight because we get harsher punishment than well no that's what i'm saying at, because they started off wrong yes 100 percent. Right. you can't treat people differently you can't punish somebody harsher than you know somebody else but i'm saying now that the they've removed it from their policy right 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 but they're like, just kidding, we're still gonna on the side enforce it because of religious yeah. beliefs or whatever. But also, like, what makes one wanna go to, like, no shade, but what makes you wanna go to a school like that knowing how you identify or whatever and then, like, what their policies are and what they stand for? Like, why not just go to, there are plenty of other universities to go to. Well, I mean, coming from someone who, like, um, uh, has strong beliefs Mm -hmm. like sexuality is just one small drop in the bucket of like christian religion like there's so much which is why it's so sad that so many people um who claim christianity are just like so hateful and angry Mm -hmm. because there's so much love in the christian religion if people actually adhere really couldn't tell. to the actual religion, the way it's written in the Bible, okay. as far as the New Testament goes and stuff like that. Like Jesus protected prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jesus like talked to the sick and leopards, like leper wow, lepers, the okay. sickly people. Um, like he protected the poor. You know, he fought against the rich church. Like I I love to quote where Jesus went into the synagogue, flipped the table and told these, you know, Pharisees and all these rich people. He's like, this church is not supposed to be a marketplace. Stop taking people's money. Mm. And so like the actual following of Jesus comes with feeding the poor and all that stuff. Not all the cultish, like we're going to teach you how to hate each other. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, he didn't go to the Romans and, you know, sorry, not to get too preachy, but anyways, the point of the point of it is I can understand people wanting to go to a religious mm-hmm. school for everything outside of how they hate gays and how they treat women, you know, like right. trash sometimes when they're like, oh, it's totally. your fault that you got totally. pregnant and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of positive things to learn. So I can, I can understand that. Yeah. I guess coming from you, you can understand where me, I'm just like. <sighs> But like, yeah, the you idea kind of deserve of, all of that for even choosing to go to a private the, religious school. Even the idea of you don't look feminine enough, mm-hmm. that's like crap because you have a bunch of women who are completely straight, but they love really short haircuts. Oh yeah. And pants are super comfortable. So to say someone looks too masculine because you're ignorant, like stuff like that, I'm like, okay, fight that. Fight right, that right, power. right, 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 right. But the idea of just like, oh, I want to be able to hold hands and kiss my partner who's the same sex in public when no one is doing that. I'm kind of like, I need to know more. Like, I need to know, are they actually being unfair or are gay people being like, we want to change the entire culture? Because and then I'm like you, if you want to walk in somewhere and just change the culture for the f- sake of changing the mm-hmm. culture, it's like, really? You, you're going to fight that fight and then get mad about it? Start a different Christian school. like <laughs> Or just find, yeah, find somewhere else to go. Yeah, just... I don't, I don't, I mean, I hope audience chime in. Like, should they be going there and fighting the fight there? Right. Or should they know what they're expecting? And again, I'm all about change. I'm all about fighting the good fight. But I'm kind of like, if, if the policy was removed mm-hmm. and they think, oh, now magically acceptance for equality is going to be there, even though they're telling straight people you can't do this, then I'm like, wait, now y'all are just being ridiculous. Because yeah. if they're still telling straight people you can't do this, then why should gay people be able to do it? But I'm all about equality. So we'll see what everyone has to say. Yeah. <laughs> now, and, and honestly, to take this even further, like a little bit further, and then, you know, not everybody wants to see PDA. I don't well, yeah. necessarily want to see like people it, yeah. walking down the street, holding hands, kissing, making out. But it's just like, the fact of like, if they're allowed, like if you're allowed to do it or just the fact like, well, if we do it, we're going to be punished harder, allegedly. So, well, that's what I'm saying. So that's what it all comes back to is, are they fighting this because they think sh- they should be allowed to express their love in public? But if they do it in secret, the school doesn't say anything because there's no policy against it. Because if they think, oh, I'm going to fight so I can express my love in public. No, go to a different school. Like this school is telling you we don't want anyone expressing any love in Mm -hmm. public. So no one should express love in public. Like that's it. Now, if it's still being treated differently, then continue your fight. But I still feel like the idea for them to say, well, they took the policy out to trick us into Mm -hmm. coming out. Why are you trying to express your love in public at a school that doesn't want any human beings to express their love in public? But I don't know. I'd have to read more on that. That's very interesting. It's very interesting. It is. Um, So, yeah, that was the article I read and I thought it was very interesting. But moving on into this week's topic, which probably a lot of these students will be going through (laughs) after they graduate. Or that's why they're going through it right now. That is true. They're like, I need to express my love right now. Listen, um, but basically this week, we're going to talk about if everyone should have a whole phase. (laughs) We should have a protest at Brigham Young. Whole phases are needed. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, we'll be kicked Whole off real quick. Inequality. Whole phase is inequality. Whole phase is inequality. Right. Um, so what do you think a whole phase is? I think, first of all, we need to change the name of whole phase. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it gives this negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Um, not that be, because, okay, fine. Yes. Be a whole if you want to. We have episodes yeah. on how hoeing is great. Yeah. Pay the prostitutes. Yeah. However... I feel like when men have their version of a whole phase, mm-hmm. it's called a player phase. Yeah. It's called being young. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's called life. It's just like, <laughs> like, no, we don't bat an eye to it. Yeah. It's, it's just, just like, like oh, oh, he's a man. Yeah. It's it fine. Happens. Even like whether they're straight or gay, mm-hmm. men get this privilege of them having their experimental time as being completely fine and natural. Totally. Whereas yeah. women have to be considered hoes in order to experiment in order to be free with their bodies express themselves and just like live life so i would say that a whole phase um is just the time in any person's life in which they just run these streets they can kiss who they want Mm -hmm. sleep with who they want they're out all kind of hours of the night partying you know, doing whatever kind of thing that would get them kicked out of Brigham Young University that they want to do. <laughs> Are you a little salty about it? No, no, no. Okay. I'm tying the topics together. I'm tying it together. I'm tying it together. But yeah, so that's what I would consider mm-hmm. a whole phase. Yeah, I would definitely agree with all of what you just said. That's what I think a whole phase is too. Like if I hear someone um saying like oh i'm going through a whole phase i'm like do you and in my head all i can think is like they're about to be banging people left and right up and down like you know (laughs) from here to europe to africa to asia like they're all over the place so and even if they're not actually banging they have people thinking they're banging exactly and the other people wanting to bang them yeah even if they decide not to bang. It's a whole but bang a palooza. It's like a bomb up in there. there Everybody you. wanna bang, bang, bang. Exactly. Shots fired. So that is what we think a whole phase is. Um yes. you know, everyone may have their little definition, but have you been through a whole phase? It was the shortest whole phase in all oh, of history. No. And I wanna hoe it up. So it was sorry. literally like three months. Wow. Like a three month whole phase? Who has a three month whole phase? I wouldn't phase? necessarily say that's a whole phase. <laughs> Girl, that's not even a phase. That's like a whole sentence. Yeah, I feel like, like that I don't was even just know like a whole time. sprinkle. A whole, whole sprinkle. A whole minute? Because a, a phase, Because a phase is long. A phase is long. How three long months. would you say is a whole phase? If you had to timeline it. A whole phase. See, I would say six months, but minimum, minimum, absolutely minimum. But also I feel like you can go through a whole phase for in three months. If like, it's all about how much you did. So to me, it's not necessarily about how long the phase okay, is, okay. but it's like, how much did you accomplish? <laughs> accomplish what bit? I mean, <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah. Like, I wasn't banging everybody. Like, well, See, that's why I said the whole mm-hmm. phase is about the thinking of the banging, right. not always the banging. Because yeah. I'm a germaphobe, so I couldn't bang all the people. <laughs> because, <unite. laughs> no, listen, germaphobes have like a lot going on, even yeah. though I would love to do the banging. It's also of like the, a mental thing that you go through. You're like, mm, but how do I not know if they have like some all kind the of things, things going on? They probably have all the things. Yeah. So, yeah. my whole phase had some kissing mm-hmm. more of more of hoish events got it oh we love ho more event. hoish events as well as like potentials for hoeing right without the actual germs involved in hoeing got it so that's got why it. it was such a short hoe phase i wanted to be a longer hoe phase with more hoeing potentially but then they have corona and i just am like <laughs> that like, makes no, it even you. worse <laughs> did just, you why did you stop your hoe phase I don't even know. Okay. Most people stop their whole phase. Like they're like, all right, like I'm ready for a relationship at this point. Like I'm done. Like with all of the different people, like I just want to be settled down now. But some people also, they just come to a realization where they're just like, you know what? I'm done. Like that's it. No, it's not that I wanted to stop my whole phase. My whole phase just stopped. Like, yeah, it was just like, I think it more became, I was tired of going out. (laughs) I just want to sleep because truly deep down you were like a homebody I've always been a homebody uh-huh. so uh-huh. it was like okay I'm gonna go out and do all this crazy yes. stuff and then it was like okay no not this weekend I'm tired yeah. okay no not this weekend I'm tired then it was like damn I could just be at home yeah. <laughs> so it was just like wait a minute inside I wanted to hoe but I wanted to hoe at home but you can't really hoe at home because it's just like nobody the whole way exactly so it just so it's just like it just ended and then all of a sudden it was like oh that was a short phase Hmm. but then you Hmm. were really loving your like being at home and doing stuff just want just want it was just more desirable i guess the energy to go out and hoe right 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 (laughs) Just didn't exist. I, I hey, it, not everyone. How about your whole phase? How about your whole phase? Let's go there. How um, long was your whole phase? How much? I hoeing don't did remember you do? how long, but it was in college. Oh, and it was during my whole phase that I actually realized, like, wait a minute now, women are pretty darn cool. That okay, hold on, I, hold on. So mm-hmm. you were straight before your whole phase, and then your whole phase, you were like, hey, ladies. <laughs> Um, I mean, kind of, was I, sh- I don't know if I would have necessarily, no, I did identify as straight because, you know, society and everything. I was like, yeah, I'm a straight woman. Mm-hmm. But once I got to college, as a lot of us do, we kind of go buck wild sometimes. Okay. And I just kind of went through, it was after I broke up with my boyfriend. Okay. And I was just like. F it all. Oh. I'm about to put it all out there. Oh, I was oh. ready to okay. rumble. Now, I didn't go, you know, all the way with people. I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to be having sex out here in these streets. Oh. But yeah. it was a lot of like talking to a bunch of people. Like, so much flirting going on. I was getting into people's random cars, like going out. I mean, it was like nuts okay so they wanted to sex you and you were just kind of like I was enjoying teasing. that energy. i was loving the teasing did you do the making out part i like, did you didn't do this i part? did a lot of making a out. lot of- <laughs> i'm surprised the girl ain't getting mono oh snap 
No judgment. Not a germaphobe over there. <laughs> yeah, in college, I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, what drink is that? Yeah, let me have some. And, oh, my. Yeah, to people that I just met, met five Girl, minutes ago. I guess you thought alcohol killed the germs. I, I apparently. <laughs> apparently. But, yeah, I definitely. And it did last. I'm not, I don't remember how long. Through all of college, maybe? Um, A majority of college. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. Yeah, I would say majority Guess of college. Guess when my whole phase happened. Guess um, how old I was. Well, by the way you're saying it Listen. and asking, I assume you're a bit older. Uh, my whole phase happened when I was like 29, 30. Oh, we love that for you. I Wait, know. but you entered your 30s like... It's we don't like have you, to say the exact okay, number of I'm, years ago. But I'm saying you ended your 20s and started your 30s with like with this whole, whole phase. Oh, yes. I mean, so to I'm, me, that's I'm a kinda, great transition. I'm kind of jealous of all the people who got it in college when you're no. allowed to be like stupid. <laughs> and that's the other thing. I was like, I'm wild. I'm in college. Like, I'm free. I'm allowed to be this way. Like, mm. this is what it's for. So... That's when all of mine happened. And I was I was doing it up left, right, guys, girls, up, down from Orlando to Tampa to Atlanta. I mean, I was all over the oh, place. So. She was in her, she was interstate hoeing. It, <laughs> <laughs> I was like ludicrous. I was like, I got hoes. Oh, hey. uh, uh, uh. Okay. <laughs> Not too much. Can't can't miss that copyright. So um, yeah. So um it was it was a time. I look back now and I was like wow, Shireen, you were real dumb. Because I'm like, I could have been kidnapped. I could have yeah. been shot. I, I mean, there were so many situations I was put in that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I easily, my life could have been done. Okay, okay. So speaking of college and dumbness and whole mm-hmm. phases, so I didn't have my official whole phase in college. Okay. But I did have like a baby hoe, like a, a mini hoe. A little mini hoe. Well, opening up. Uh, the, so your so, three months was like a whole sprinkle and this or no well no no the, the three months was the whole phase Got but the, in college i went from like my at home with my mom uh-huh. jamaican parents stay home don't do nothing like oh yeah to going away to school and so my like little baby phase was i started i did the clubs okay i went to the random boys houses oh yeah at like two o'clock in the morning oh, yeah. with Three guys, one female friend. So that's like you're already outnumbered. That's super stupid. Having the guys come over and laying in bed watching TV. Oh my gosh, yeah. Even though like there wasn't like any making out and all that stuff, but they wanted it. And it was very, it was very not smart, but it was like my opening of my door into the two guys in the bed sleeping together. It's like the back of your head. You're like, this is not a good idea. Well, no, I was like, I was like, Ooh, where could this, but you know, I knew I wasn't going to do anything, but I was like, I wonder what could happen. Yeah, I wonder if something like amazing will happen. So it wasn't smart and it was an entry into what could this be? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And then I turned into an adult at 30 and just, I love that for you. (laughs) I love that for you. So, okay. So you had that wild we so we College both went time. through a little something something yeah i honestly think whole phases can happen at any point in life and they can reoccur they can. absolutely they definitely can reoccur which um i was going to talk about b- with breakups so a lot of people will do a whole phase like 
after a breakup Mm -hmm. because that's when you're like you know what i was in a relationship like all right it's time to let loose have fun whatever yeah that rebounding time sometimes yeah rebound um but we also have to be careful with the breakups because so to me this is a phase of a breakup okay so you have your breakup you're really sad you're really depressed sometimes depending on the situation Mm -hmm. um that you just came out of then sometimes you turn to alcohol you're like you know what i'm gonna drink my wine to suppress all of these feelings whatever whatever and then you're like it's time for me to go out. It's time for me to let loose. It's time for me to have fun. Mm-hmm. So you go out, you do your whole phase. You're like, yes, I'm a bad B, blah, 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 whatever, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the cycle will repeat because then you're like, wait, do I really like this? I kind of miss the person, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, you go back to being really sad and depressed. Alcohol. Like, I feel like it's a cycle with breakups. Oh, interesting. You don't think that? No. Oh. No. Oh. I think that... Um, one, I also want to add that I love that now women and since usually women are Mm -hmm. whole faces, not men, it's not a phase. They just living in the sexually open life. Yeah. And people in general now are becoming much more sexually open. But if we're talking about phases of whole phasing, Mm -hmm. I think that what will like people will do the breakup, they'll do the sadness, whatever, whatever. But I think if they have the like. I'm going to party um, for a little bit and then go back to being sad and then go out and party. Then they're not actually in a whole phase. I don't think that's, they, that's more like one night stands. That's more like, um, mm. like drowning and trying to distract right. themselves. Right. I think whole phases for it to be a phase requires like a long period of joy in doing the thing. So maybe it's just a moment then like they're really sad. They start like drinking cause they're like not, they don't become an alcoholic, but they just start drinking cause they're like, Oh, I don't want to like feel this anymore. And then maybe it's like, you know, what? I'm about to have my moment. I'm ready to go out and like do some stuff. And yeah. That's repeat. more like to me, more like a rebound okay. or whatever that is. But okay, to, for, yeah. it's for me to have it to be a whole phase, it's like, I'm done with this person. I'm just about to go out with my people and party. And it's just like a cup, like, back to back to back but none of it is to recover from sadness it's like i dealt with the sadness right. i have moved on from the sadness and the best way to be distracted is to get that loving so but sometimes okay so let's say this going off of that you break up with a person you go through all those emotions whatever but then you're like all right time to wild out have my whole phase but sometimes the first person that you're you hook up with can trigger some emotions and then you end up crying that's happened to people you're like no i'm like they're not in the whole phase they still in a rebound phase no i think they're in a whole phase but i feel like you just have to you don't realize that that's gonna happen and sometimes it does you're like holy cow like i just got triggered somehow but then after they get that first one out the way they pick themselves up. That's why I'm thinking that's up. not the phase of hoeing. They might have tried to enter the whole phase and it didn't work. And they went back to crying and sniffling. So and they opened booze. the door, the whole so door. So they trying to open the whole door. And they, they couldn't go all the way in. up, started crying. They had to close that door just for a little bit to get they, themselves together. They hooked up in the doorway. Ooh, 
okay we're in the they doorway. opened the door and mm-hmm. the first person in the other side of the door <laughs> they hooked up in the doorway and it was just like not ready <laughs> shut the door i'm gonna cry and then they opened it back up and then they went out into the world that is true and they went to the hoeing because i just think there's like a a, a joy about hoeing yeah that, that is-, is what makes it a phase and then sometimes you know you you meet a person who takes you out that phase or you just get tired like me and just like, I just rather sleep. Yeah. You're like, I'm done. Then go out. And so then you're just like, Oh, my whole phase kind of fizzled yeah. out. You know, I feel like the whole phase is a candle that burns. Okay. And so they might've tried to light the candle and it didn't work. So they went back and cried and the candle was extinguished. And then when they light it and it just burns, it either burns out or they blow it out. Sometimes they need that candle lit to remember they're a bad bee. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes it's like after a breakup, like if if you want to feel beautiful and loved. It kind of is like, uh, what's some to your ego? It's like a, it's like a little damage to your ego with the breakup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, and let's not say all breakups are sad because sometimes you break up because it was a toxic relationship and your whole phase is I'm free. Yes. I'm free. Get it out. Get it out. I'm free. So then you're just like opening up for anybody and anybody to come in because you're just like, yes, honey, I'm free of this baggage. I can do what I want. I can have you over and I can send you out. Yeah. All in the same moment. And, other thing is how before when I talked about like um after breaking up with the guy and then I was like wait I kind of like women sometimes a whole phase helps with your awaken your sexual everything yeah even if it's just to experiment so you know that you don't like a woman who experiments so she knows she doesn't like women yeah because she uh, dipped into the lady pond exactly and was like I don't like all that wetness yeah. so <laughs> just go ahead and leave this lady pond but thank yeah. you for coming you know yeah i was gonna talk knows? about um i had a roommate who she so it was very common i talked to nicole about this quite a bit and she's just like huh but like it was really common for like me and my friends we would just kind of like kiss each other all the time it i don't uh, know it was just a thing i mean um it's practice <laughs> I need I friends know. like and, that. And, and, I don't know. It wasn't like any kind of like emotions <laughs> involved or anything. It would mainly be like when we'd be drunk, we'd be like, I love you. I love you so much. And we would just kind of like make out with each other or like. I've never had would, friends like that. Uh, yeah. That or we would like be out and we'd just be having like a good time. We weren't necessarily drunk, but maybe we had like a drink and we would just like, you know, just be like, you bitch, like you're my bitch, you're everything. And we would just give each other like a peck on the lips or something. Oh, peck on the lips. I thought like tongue in no, each no, other. No, no, I'm saying that's another, oh. that's another thing we would do. So anyways, I had a roommate and she had recently broken up with her boyfriend and we were talking and she was like, I, I had another friend who was a lesbian, is a lesbian. And she kind of had like a little thing. She thought my roommate was really cute. And so my roommate came to me and she was like, your friend was telling me how cute she thinks I am. She was flirting me and she's like, I'm not gay, but like, I'm loving the attention right now. (laughs) So then she was like, I don't necessarily want to hook up with her, but I did hear girls like do a better job at, you know, going downtown. Conalingus. (laughs) 
<laughs> is that the proper word for that? Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure. We should Google it. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's cunnilingus. Okay, we'll go with it. Um, and I looked at her and I said, you go for it. I said, <laughs> you just broke up. You know, you and your boyfriend just broke up. Now is the time. There's no better time. You go for it. Okay, okay. Let's is just she gay now? say... Um, She's with a guy right now. Oh, right so, now. Okay. You know, she could be bi. Yeah, she could be. I'm not sure. I'm living that bi life. There you go. So um, let's just say that not even 10 minutes later, they went to her room. And I was like, oh, it's happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's happening. And I was a proud, proud friend at that <laughs> moment. <laughs> You're like enter yes and realm. after that she kept talking up with girls she was like i love this and i was like do you girl oh i hope she was not just one of the takers who never gives because that sucks yeah that part i unless, didn't really get into all of that <laughs> unless you're with someone who just wants to give that is true like what you were just saying about the whole phase you know letting people know like allowing people the room mm-hmm. to experiment with not only, you know, other genders, but also what they like and don't like. Yep. Even though, though, it's really sad. Mainly, I would think learning things because you're messing around with different people who mm-hmm. do different things. And so yeah. it might bring new experiences to your mind. That's true. Yeah. Because, you know, like you might have somebody who is like you were dating someone who's strictly missionary right and didn't want to try any you know doggy style exactly and then now you are meeting someone who's like oh i'm gonna make yeah. you a handstand they're like oh okay turn around <laughs> flip you upside down you're like wait what and then it's like because this is new to you and yeah. then all of a sudden you're like oh, I, I, I like this, this. i like or somebody this. who I'm like brings it. toys into the relationship and you're like oh uh, excuse me i never used this oh before. yeah 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 and all of a yeah. sudden it's like I'm by myself in the room. It's like, wait, I, I, I'm, I want to try this again. <laughs> and also, hope phases definitely allow for mm-hmm. not only that kind of experimentation, but knowing, like, pleasing yourself. Yeah, yes. Now, some people are yeah. like, well, you can masturbate in a, you know, relationship, da 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 But sometimes you don't have, like, the freedom to right. do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Because, like... Having been in relationships, sometimes like, you know, you might want to do something, but your partner's laying in the bed next to you and mm-hmm. you're just kind of like, mm, don't know. Yeah. You know, but when you're just by yourself, you're just like, la la la, I just barbecued some chicken. Now I'm going to go to the couch and do what I want to do, whatever it might be. <laughs> what a reference. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and so then you have like learning about yourself mm-hmm. as well as bringing new ideas from other exactly. people into your repertoire yeah it's just a good time for learning it, it really is and then sometimes it's like you're like oh let me go to the sex store and then it's like Ooh, yeah. you know because sometimes when you're in a relationship that doesn't really come up like oh look. but like a lot of times when you're single it's very much a thing like oh go to the sex store and then you're like wait what is this new device or like what is this thing yeah. um but yeah, you you when you go through this little whole phase, it's you, you know just what we need do to do. People need to start normalizing whole phases, like um, the whole phase feelings mm-hmm. in relationships. Because can you imagine you're in a relationship and you normalize the idea of 
finding new ways of pleasuring yourself, finding new ways of your partner pleasuring you, going to these sex stores. Mm -hmm. Like right now, it seems like that's like taboo. If you're talking and you're like, oh, if I have to go to a sex store with my partner, we're either having to be super kinky people Mm -hmm. or it has to be this like secret that we don't tell anybody that we need to spice up our relationship. And it needs to be normalized that like... It's like, it's okay. It's okay to... (laughs) you know role play right. do whatever in relationships right. which it's becoming more normalized i'm loving that part mm-hmm. but it's still something that i think people want to keep um secret and we need to incorporate some whole phases whole face aspects right right right, right into right. relationships yeah. because then there might not need be a need to break up and go through a whole phase if you could you know, spice up what you have. Not, mm, I think you still go through that whole because you're like, okay, like different people now or something. Well, I'm saying it depends on why you break up yeah, or whatever. Yeah, true. Because some people break up just because they're like, we grew apart. What does growing apart mean? Mm-hmm. It means that you didn't have these bonding experiences and you were learning outside of each other. Right. And therefore, you no longer have that connection. But this could be a way of forming that connection. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Sometimes also after a breakup, people, there are people who don't agree with the whole phase because they're like, oh, you need to heal and, you That's know, part of whatever, healing. whatever. Exactly. Healing, it does come in many different forms. And it's like, well, what if this is a part of my healing journey? Like, just because you're not liking this journey of mine of healing or think like it's wrong or doesn't fit into like whatever box you have, like screw you no like yeah i mean this is what i want to do i would say it depend. not it's everything is dependent so mm-hmm. like if your whole phase is there are toxic whole phases as well as good whole phases so if right. your whole phase is toxic where you're like i'm gonna find the baddest you know like most rough looking person who walking around with guns showing out their pants and uh-huh. selling drugs because I want to feel wild yeah. and I'm going to go, you know, like help them rob a liquor store. I, I know I'm exaggerating. Help them rob a liquor store yeah. so we can have adrenaline sex in the car. Something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily a good hoe phase. Exactly. That's like a psycho phase. Yeah. Or if you're going to like start using it's one thing to use some drugs like, you know, oh, I use a little bit of ecstasy, blah, blah. It's mm-hmm. another thing to become like a drug addict Hardcore, where you're like yeah. you know shooting up heroin exactly so you can feel something and so then it's like okay that's not the whole phase we're talking about right, right, right. so you can go out party choose to have sex or another thing is having sex with people even though you didn't want to right but you felt like you had, had to. to yeah those kinds of things are toxic and so that i would say as a good friend you should say hey this is not the way yeah. you want to go. Like, you don't have to do this. Exactly. But yeah. if your friend is enjoying and they're like, ooh, that person's so hot. Right. I want to, you know, have... Yeah. Like, don't be that friend that shames them. Like, exactly. Do exactly. So you have different... Yeah. And also, things. a whole phase, it's not just physical, but you can, a lot of times, like, I, I think for... I can speak for both of us. Like a lot of times the whole phase was just a lot of flirting going on. Oh yeah, on, exactly. You know, or nowadays as the young people say, you know, post a thirst trap. Um, oh yeah. You know, thirst that could be part of, of your, because when you're in a Sending relationship, you don't sexting? really. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, sexting. Whole phase sexting is the best yeah. sexting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to get like no kind of in person exactly oops i made a mistake now it's, i have a std exactly. but you get all this the tension and the yeah the, it's like 
adrenaline. It's and just all of this these things that build don't up. put your face in those pictures because exactly. those pictures end up on the interwebs you do not right. want somebody have but that, you can be but... wanting to post like if you're like in a bikini or something and it's like you were in a relationship before so it didn't occur to you like to really post those kinds of things on instagram but now you're like i'm single like i'm gonna post this and then oh, because yeah. it can be like a confidence booster oh where yeah. you're getting all those comments like dang you look good like blah blah doesn't matter your size doesn't matter how you look no. like as long as you feel good and like people you don't necessarily need people to boost you up but it does make you feel better like you know mm-hmm. so it helps with your confidence and all that's of that. the only point of a whole phase is to build yeah, up your confidence exactly if you feel worse during your whole phase than you did you need to take a step that's back. not it that's yeah. when you need to heal yes yeah. because then you are literally trying to force yourself to feel something that's not existing so if you feel worse during your whole phase Mm -hmm. you feel hideous you just are like i'm empty yeah or you feel dirty or all of that like any negative feelings during a whole phase yeah don't exit that whole phase heal get some therapy do something else and then come back into the whole phase later because the whole phase has to be fun or it's not a whole phase you said it if it's not fun, All it's not a whole face. There. Yeah. Period. Absolutely. That should have been the first thing we said. So take this with you. If it's not fun, it's not a whole face. Exactly. <laughs> period. Yeah, oh, I love I love that. <laughs> so yeah, so build up your confidence and then after you go through your whole phase and you possibly feel possibly feel ready for a relationship some people will be like okay you are going to be super committed now because you got all of that out so once you find your person it's like there's no need or you know desire to go out and do stuff I kind of disagree with that because I feel like some people they just it's just in them like yeah I was starting (laughs) whole phase number two and I got locked down yeah it's but you know, hard. it's okay because you can whole phase with your partner. Yes, you can. And it might become a whole lifestyle. That's true. Instead of a whole phase, <laughs> which true. is perfectly acceptable. Uh, yeah. There's no cookie cutter relationships. There's no cookie cutter right. existences. So enjoy your whole phase. If you happen to get locked down during that, there's no need to hide from it. Yeah. You just need to tell your partner, listen. You met me like this. This is the trajectory I'm on. This right. is where I want us to grow together exactly. in my wholeness. You guys may start off with an open relationship or something too. Hey, you start and be. Who yeah. knows? Or y'all just hold together. Uh, period. This, do it together. <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah. So, you know, whole phases are just. Yeah. Don't let unique, anyone ever make things. you feel like it's so it's such a wrong thing or it's so disgusting or whatever like if you're currently going through one or you kind of have like an interest like yeah if you want to turn it into your lifestyle go for it (laughs) do that do you (laughs) you just gotta you know who who said that phase has to end yeah you can take off phase it can keep going until your last day (laughs) your last breath at 80 80 years old 85 keep doing you i mean last year there was a hoe who um she actually was i think she was in her 80s or 90s mm-hmm. she was like the oldest hoe that they had on record i love that for in her. vegas and she had some ridiculous amount of uh like ten thousand, uh-huh. you know clients or some craziness like that which when they did the math they were like nah girl because you would have had to be sexing like 10 people a day on that kind of math but who knows 
You don't know what she did. Exactly. And I'm sure she was enjoying her Listen, life. Listen, <laughs> her whole life was a whole face. Yeah. Literally, because she was a whole Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope you guys enjoyed that topic. And now we are going to move on to... Bible Breakdown. And now we're entering into Genesis 23, which... It's a short and sweet one, people. Short and sweet. So after all of her dusty milk years, Sarah finally dies when she is 127 years old. Like, yo. I mean, it's kind of, well, I guess that means Isaac was probably in his 30s. I was going to say her... Yeah, because she had him when she was like 90 yeah, or 99, so something like that. So she was like young. 20s, 30s. I mm-hmm. mean, that's not that young, but I guess, yeah, it is pretty young. I'm in my 30s and I consider myself young, so. No, I understand that, but I'm saying <laughs> it's not like they. I mean, not like he, a baby. Yeah, yeah. 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 Considering how old his parents were when they right, had him. You know right. what I mean? So, anywho, so she dies in, you know, they're still over in the land of Canaan. Uh, and Abraham asked the Hittites if he could buy some land from this dude whose name was Ephron. And so he's like, Ephron, can I buy that cave over in the corner so I can bury my wife? And, Mm -hmm. you know, Ephron was like, no, man, I can't take your money. And Abraham was like, yes, man, I need to buy this. And I'm sitting here like, dude, you don't even know him. Like, why aren't you trying to take his... Because Ephron doesn't know him. Because Ephron was sitting in the audience when... Abraham was like, hey, can somebody ask Ephron if I could buy his cave? He didn't even know what he looked like. <laughs> so I'm like, why is this dude trying to give him a free cave? But they must have been very hospitable. I don't know. So then finally, Abraham's like, no, seriously, I'm trying to buy the cave. And then Ephron's like, dude, it's only worth 400 pieces of silver. Now, mind you, New Testament, Judas betrays Jesus Christ for 30 pieces of silver this dude's trying to give this property away for 400, 400 pieces. Wow. And when you count for inflation, right. that must have been bomb yeah. money. But Abraham was like, no, no, I'm not taking your land, dude. So he bought the land with the trees around the land for the 400 wow. pieces of silver. And then that was now his permanent burial place for his family. And that's literally how that whole chapter ends. Nice. Yeah. Super okay. short and sweet. She dies and then he's like, all right time to buy some some burial land yeah even though he owned a whole bunch of other land and right see this whole burying people in a cave thing because they buried jesus in a cave too mm-hmm. it must have been so the animals couldn't dig them up or something like yeah, that i'm sure there was a reason for yeah, that yeah because they're just sticking people in caves but yeah so that was very right. interesting short they, uh, and sweet that one super short and sweet. <laughs> all right thanks so until next time yeah. just remember this man was fighting to pay 400 pieces and jesus got sold out for 30 this is a mess <laughs> Bye. Bye. You can find us on all the socials at Olaud Podcast, and you can email us at Olaud Podcast. That's O H L A W D Podcast at gmail.com. Music by Rage. And find us and rate us on iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere that you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Peace.